I've decided not to leave this town. Maybe I can stay and find some other nice people who will like me and accept me for who I am. Hey. Trusting your spirit, yes, yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Welcome to another episode of the Jones Underground Podcast. I'm your host, Afian Jones, also known as Mighty O0221 on Twitter. Hey, and this is Shell, like always. Um, I'm not gonna give you my Twitter name playing y'all one. <laughs> what up, y'all? Alright, tonight um we decided because we were already watching um, Rhythm and Flow, um, we were watching the next two episodes. We want to do a quick reaction, so we're not going to be too long. Right. But um, we were watching episodes number seven and episode number eight where our, um, our artists were um, confronted with the challenge of making a rap video, making a video. And they right. were uh, sent to work with, um, you know, leading producers in the industry and they were sent to their own personal hometowns to make a video. Yeah, so, they kind of get their words together to get a uh, an idea of what they wanted to say, what kind of energy they wanted to harness through the video. Um, so a lot of people actually got their inspiration from their hometown, which was good. I thought it was a really good um, idea for a lot of people to kind of feed off of the energy of their friends and family. So it was really good. Well, in in my opinion, I feel like a lot of rappers came off kind of local. You know, where, you know, they looked like they were doing videos that somebody with an iPhone and a couple of friends would have did. <laughs> and the whole thing is, you are a part of a production, a part of a show that's spending good money. Because when you see, like, for example, you see D Smoke's video... Where, you know, he has a whole scene at the beginning and he's got camera pans and he has everybody in the hood out. And, you know, my man's getting up out of bed and doing this whole thing, L.A. style. And then you got Big Mouse video where it's essentially her rapping on top of an Impala. Right, right, right. Oh. So, I mean, let's kind of go through each one of them real quick so we can kind of get a, a general idea of how you felt about them. So, let's go ahead. Let's start with Caleb Colossus, that the guy Caleb Colossus, he got up there and um, sort of did one in the church. Okay, so let me first get my, <laughs> I see the look on your face. Let me get my, my, my thoughts on it. First of all, this guy Caleb actually puts me in mind of like Khalid, you know what I mean? That can we just talk? His voice is similar to, to him, like just with a twist of rap, you know, that's how I, I take it. But at the same time, like, okay, so he gets up there, he says, you know, he goes, he sees his mom, and his mom is like, you know, uh, you know what the Bible says, you know, uh, Caleb, and, you know, and I thought that was really cool, because his mom, he comes out of a Christian background, um, so his mom's gonna keep it real. I appreciate that. My mama's the same way. Um, but still, like, I appreciated that, but he was like, Yo, so I'm going to go ahead and record this in the church. All right. This is, this is why we're here. This is why we're doing the reaction to these episodes right now. Because the moment we saw my man Caleb, 
and we saw that his video was being shot in the church, we had to put a pause on that whole thing right there because yeah, yeah. we both are real strong. We both real strong in the church. We both right. I play at a church, she runs her praise team at her church and I sing now, in the church. Right. She sings in the church, been doing that her whole you know, time her whole situation in the church. And so when we see somebody shooting a rap video in church, now I can say that some of the subject matter had to do with being Christian, more of a Christian rapper, but it's not, you know. But no, it wasn't a Christian rapper because he was he was cursing, he was cursing in the rap. So so the thing is, is like the curse words he didn't say those that those lines when he was in the church. You only saw him when he was outside of the church and he was rapping. But when he was in the church, he didn't say no curse words. My, my thing so about... So it wasn't really Christian. The issue that we had, or issue I think she'll, she'll, the issue that she had with it was that they had a church and they was doing a rap video in the church. And then we didn't really know what he was rapping about. I mean, I just got a problem with that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not one of those people that's just like... You can't be creative in your videos and things like that. I think it's good to be creative, but I think that some stuff is just too close to don't know. Like, and what what actually signed off what I said because I when I first saw he was in the church, I was like, yo, what is he doing in this church? I'm about to rap this like hardcore stuff in this church. Like, what are you doing? And then he's not a real hardcore rapper. And then me being in a church where you know, I've had a few people come there and rap. We've had a youth night. Um, our former, you know, the, Tony, my man Tony, I miss you so much. Um, he used to be in church. Um, he used to rap, and we used to give him a little time where he can come up with a new flow that he had. And it was all Christian-based. So, you know, we kept it there. But, you know, I've seen people come to church and rap, so it wasn't such a big deal breaking for me but then when you have people that are positioned certain ways in front of the cross and the imagery you don't want to play with the imagery god does not you know me being from a strong religious background god do not want you playing in his house right and that's any kind of way but what shocked me was that right after me and you sat there and had that discussion about it we had played on the Roku, and Chan said, yo, you being in that church, that's a no. And I was sitting there like, thank you. Because he actually literally said, you know, you got to be careful with imagery and stuff like that that you're doing in the church. And I thought it was so good, and it made me smile because I was sitting there thinking, like, this is a bit much. You know, and to hear that he felt the same way made all the difference. Now, don't get me wrong, it didn't take away from the genius of it because, quite honestly, if we're talking about the video as a whole, it was a pretty tight video. How he set it up, it looked like it could really be a video that you would see. It was relative. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I mean, I gave... I wouldn't say his video was the top, but I would definitely give it maybe a a, a, a solid six. No, nah, but being real high key, the best video out of all of them was uh, London B's video, where she pretty much talks about rapping herself from the ground up. Now, I would say D Smoke and hers was almost neck and neck, but her video took the edge for me because 
her her video had a few areas where I could say I've I've kind of known what it's like to have to live with family members and work your way out of that situation. I've had to kind of build myself from the top, from the bottom to get to where I am now. So it hit a chord with me, even though I'm not familiar with the whole lifestyle that she had, which is even striking because even better than the video was the song that she did. Because we looked up these songs and some of these videos are still posting. Right. uh, What? On her own own channel, she's got 600,000 views and... The shows, uh, her video has over 1.1 million. What I will say is, like, something that jumped out to me was the fact that, okay, so you have, um, you have, like, what was it? London V, and then you had D Smoke. And both of their videos, while they were neck and neck, I will say that they both peaked to certain audiences right now london b peaked to that like i'm you know struggling quite honestly hate to be cliche but that struggling stripper that's just trying to make some money for for her family you know what i'm saying just trying to get the money you know what i'm saying that's it there's a lot of folks out here with that story hey hey, i'm gonna i'm gonna say it like we said in the street not every business that you spend money in the hood actually makes it to the hood Mm. But the strip club is one of the places where saying. the money you spend there stays in the Right. Head, it man. just seemed like it, it peaked to a certain audience. Her song peaked to a certain audience. Like, you could definitely hear it in the club. You could definitely, it. you know, if that's your, your speed, you could hear it in the club. If you're somebody that goes to strip clubs, then it sounds like something you would hear there. But, be smoke on the other hand, very conscious. You know what I mean? Music, it definitely had a message. All his stuff has a message. But it was it was just raw. Let's go like, to let's go to let's go to the Bay's favorite part of the episode. What's you talking about? When Chance the Rapper sent Big Mouth home. Yes, yes, yes. My favorite. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. I love that. I love it. Go. I'm sorry, Big Mouth. But you going home. <laughs> when Chance basically brought up the fact that she was known for being fiction and then her antics during the battle, right. you know, really, it really put her out. And then to see that she came with a video that, like I said, it looked like some dudes around the corner grabbed the phone. They are sending you with thousands of dollars worth of equipment. And they're sending you with hopes that you're going to come back with something that tells your story. And it's basically you. Rapping in front of a brick building or walking by a train. Right. Her video, let's let's talk about it because I don't want to just make it seem like I just wasn't for her, but I wasn't. So, <clears throat> what I mean though is, so her video, if we're talking video alone, <laughs> I'm laughing. If we're talking video alone, so it starts off, she's walking across the, the Chicago Bridge. Thought I thought the scenery was like perfect. You knew she was about to spit. You knew it was about to, it was about to be one of those like deep videos. And then all of a sudden, you see her sitting in a Chevy Lumina. You no, know, that, sitting on top of a Chevy Lumina. It was a Chevy. Lumina. No, that was a Caprice Classic. 
No, she had a Chevy Lumina. No, it was a it was a Caprice. It was actually an Impala because it had the Chevy badge on it. It didn't have like the circle, but it was a it was an Impala. But it don't matter. She was sitting it on does, top of a car. It, no, that that looked like a that looked <laughs> whatever. It looked like a Lumina, like one of them old town Chevy Luminas with the paint chipped off the side of it. Anywho, but the point still remains is like it seems so low budget it seems so like yo hey you want to make a video today yeah i ain't got nothing to do okay cool let's make a video hey you got you got a phone hey i could use my nokia oh okay straight you know what i'm saying you know it, it kind of reminds me of when uh, somebody <laughs> sent me a chingy's video and and it's like you know yeah that not not Chingy when he was making money no no Chingy actually Chingy, spent all the, the money the video the the name of the song if you want to know what we're talking about is called send that right back and, and I sent her right back and when I sit here and say if you want to see how far a rapper has fallen yes and, Why, and not to say video. not to say I'm knocking my dude but just saying like. You know the video. It, 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 it was a rough video for me to watch. Like this dude turned to a gangster rapper all of a sudden. Yeah. And, and the way that she came off in her video, kind of like you are on the way up. You're not still in that. Okay, I got a great example. When she first came out, she kind of put you in mind of like a, you know, the brat. But then in this video, she came off looking like she had auditioned for Mickey Mouse Club. You know what I'm saying? What? Yes. You know how them kids do them little auditions and they, you know what I'm saying? They make their own little auditions. Like, that's what it sounded like to me. But then let's let's cross out the whole video. The video was just weird. It was just to me it was weird. But on top of that, like, and I mean again, don't get me wrong. The girl is very lyrical. She's got great. I mean, as far as her writing, she's very poetic. That I can't knock her on that, cause she she got that hand, you know, in the bag. But this was just not her speed. And then also being argumentative, when Chance pointed that out, like, yo, you've been argumentative. And then the first thing she says was, I disagree with you. It's like, you being argumentative. <laughs> And she's like, I disagree with you. And he was like, Oh, well, I'm just a judge. Like, you know. So it was like one of those things where it's like. Some people need to lose to be humble. You know what I'm saying? I keep saying, I said this, I said this once this week. Humble that But I'm going to say it again. Be humble. Sit down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, just, it's time for people to just, you know, if you know that you dropped the ball, you dropped the ball. Which brings me to the second episode. Oh. Because, um, D Smoke. He had the best, the absolute best of the night performance, but he missed two of the verses. He missed his whole second verse. He missed the right the second verse, so he missed the whole second verse. But the same, but the crazy thing about it, he missed the verse, and then he rapped about missing the verse, and then he came back and was like, "Yo," and it was still alright. He got right back into his his, his hook. It was like, what in the world? Well, I'm going to just say that D Smoke 
when it comes, D Smoke is probably one of the most musically. He got a better. He got a better ear than most of the people in the competition. Um, when he came out and he flubbed his lines, and I would say he pretty boyed it. He pretty boyed it. He knew he pretty boyed it, and it was hard to watch him do that. But then the fact that he did so much work on that sample, he wrote a whole song, and the the sample I've never seen no one. I've never seen nobody take Atomic Dog. We ain't talking about chopping screw. He so he he chopped it and slowed it down to fifty percent of what it was, and it sounded hot. And uh, if you guys want to hear that song, it's on YouTube. It's it's on the so it's he's out there, and and it's a hot song because when I the, it's called when the kids pull up. Lyrically, he's just you know I've just been a big fan of him ever since episode one. Yeah, me too. And so, yeah. you know, my expectations for him and London B are pretty high. London and- B did not. She, you know, she came off kind of tired in this round. And it it showed, you mm-hmm. know, that she's under a lot of pressure. And I think. Oh, my gosh. Especially. You know- no, but just. Well, she <laughs> was crying half her interview. A lot of. And then with, 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 with everything that's going on, she's the, she's the last woman left. You know, and all he, that. He is. I'm a, like I'm a London B. It sounds like you being real sentimental. I'm a, I'm a London B fan because she want to see the last woman first, in there. So I'm going to tell you. We was watching this and she started breaking down and crying. He was, oh no, she's crying. I said, she finna cry. She, she had the little shiny he nose. Was, and, he was hurting himself. I'm thinking like, really, baby? Oh, like, come on now. Baby, you feeling a little too sad. But the truth is. London B is very a very strong competitor. So between honestly the top three for me, which quite honestly flawless, we didn't really say much about flawless, but flawless his video was cool. It wasn't the best, but it was cool. Um, definitely one of the top three. But um, he didn't really bring it. His uh his actual performance, like you didn't hear you didn't hear the beat. That he did it over. I was really saddened that he picked the he's picked a sample that I thought was really tight. Um, but he didn't use the sample. Alright. Um, you can hear it. I'm gonna say that Lent, um I'm gonna say that Flawless did what a lot of rappers in the game do that I don't like. He basically took a sample of some music and when he got through with it, you didn't know what it was. He put so much 808 this in. He and musically, me when I write stuff and when I play stuff, maybe because I play keys and I like, you know, the way they sound, like the piano sound so much. I want you to hear the music. All you can hear is the bass line and the trap snare on his stuff as he's jumping up and around. Right. And that's my whole thing where, dude, we do not have to put cowbell and spaceship. And we don't have to put the <laughs> the trap snare over every single thing you do, and then the eight oh eight bass in the in the sample was so hard that you couldn't hear the sample. Right. And right, to right. make it even worse, he took out the vocals on that sample too, and yeah, they had to explain that, to him um, if we paid fifty thousand, sometimes 20 percent of what your cut is going to clear the sample mm-hmm. to make this pop. And we can't hear what we paid for. Right. Now we looking at you like, dog. 
This right. performance license by just, itself costs money and you're wasting money by doing this to it. Probably the first time. Honestly, this was the first time that the top three people that are the best didn't do the best in in their performances, which is a shocker, which is a shocker, you know, to me because they they pretty much are carrying it. But at the same time, it doesn't because they've been so solid, doesn't knock them off their place. They're still the top three that you know what I'm saying? And they know it. They well, know it. Let me give a moment of silence to Sam be yourself. Sam I am. Malibu's oh. most wanted. Wait a minute. Once one moment. <sighs> okay. <laughs> you know you know, I every now and then I show uh I show Bay here some videos. I think I showed her one where they did a a country version of Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood obviously. Where they, you know, they was playing the guitar and it was like, she just was like, what was this? It was a travesty. We're not here, Sam rap. And I know he's white and he can't help that he's white and he can't help that he speaks with that northern, that uh, that Michigan accent, you know, because I'm on the phone with those guys now, so we know yeah. what they sound like. But even though he's lyrically, he's good. He's strong lyrically, but it's just the fact that his subject matter is... I'm white, and I work two jobs, and... I eat ramen noodles. Right. The chicken flavor. Right. That's what he's saying in his But mind. then, what happens when... <laughs> and now, I know that my man is going to be successful, and I can sit here and say that a lot of white artists, you know, that rap, will say, kind of rap, um, and one of them, Eminem's out of Detroit. Um, Fred Durst was out of Detroit. Uh... Kid Rock out of Detroit. So we've had some white performers come up from out of Detroit and and be dope. And I'm not saying that he's not going to be one of them. But for me, he's just not my bag, I can say. And it's just not because, like, I have an issue. It's just that I just don't see eye to eye with his delivery. And that's just maybe me. And I think he's good. It's just not good for me. Okay, so... I don't know. In a way, I agree with you because, and we know there have been white, some white rappers or, you know, whatever, um, that are doing great. I mean, even if you look at Eminem, when Eminem first came out, I was literally like, uh, that's going to be a no for me, you know, because he came out with that. My name is, my name is, you know, some shady. And I was thinking, what the heck? No. And I really did. I was like, no, this dude is crap. But then, it was like the realness really came out. So, but I will say, dear Sam I am, is just keep, you know, I, if I could give him inspiration, I would say keep pushing. You know, I, I know that part of the one thing was that it just didn't seem real to them. It His struggle, they saw he had a little bit of a struggle, but it was, it was still like, you struggling with your 700 credit score because, you know, well, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's just... he, he has a real story than that. But I will say this to me, it just seemed like, you know, like, well, like I could say that Eminem on a couple of tracks and I'll say that uh, uh, To The Roof Falls Off is probably one of my favorite songs ever that I ever heard. And not only that. 
when Eminem, when people were coming after him and his family, and they were talking about when Benzino and Ja Rule and them, they came after him, he took it up a notch. And when I say he wanted to... He one of the top diss track makers, especially with his last assault that he did on uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Eminem is in a different league, and Eminem yeah. don't sound nothing like what my man Sam sounds like. Right. And I wouldn't want him to try to sound like that. Right. Because, you know, once again, Eminem come from a different background. Yeah. And not saying that my man Sam don't belong, because once again, he belong, man. He... He's probably going he to have a strong following. His, and his, he has to find his vein, like where he fits in, in the big piece. And he got to fit. It's I just don't not think in this competition. This might be the competition, but he does fit somewhere. And I will be happy to find out, you know, like where is he now? Where did he end up finding his piece? Because that would be quite interesting. But I know, like, you know, we about to, I know we're going to wrap up, but, you know, another person I want to talk about that. Um, that I, I, I am actually kind of like almost like through with is um, what's his name? Caleb. Caleb. Like in his performance I mean I just don't think he's going to make it. I don't think he's going to cut it. You know um, the, the main people that I, I really wanted to get out of the competition are, are gone. There's one that I still feel like should be in the competition. If they were paired with someone other than a sniper like Flawless, I think Beans really should be in this competition still. I think had she been paired up against the, the you know, Sam I Am or Caleb, like I think she would have killed him. You know, so I think she still would have been in the competition. Um, rest in peace after what happened with Flawless. But um Beans are burnt. But I'm gonna say that another dude that has impressed me, um, in every step of the way, I think my man Troy Man from Atlanta uh-uh. has um he he's I've always felt that he's been mid pack. You know, every step of the way I've always felt like he stepped his game up in every little lesson. I thought that his video outside of uh, London Bees represented everything that Atlanta dudes be doing as far as they be at the skate ring and all the, you know, women and stuff in the video. But with his performance, he, he came with an RC type of background and some other stuff. And I just felt like, you know, he didn't wow you, but he didn't, he didn't flub it up either. It wasn't trash. And sometimes when you're in a competition, you just got to be better than the, the last. You, you just got to be better than these other two people until you can, you know, get up to trying to challenge the top two. But I'm not going to put him in a room with D Smoke and say, I choose him over him. I'm not going to put him in a Even he not even the best from Atlanta. So I should, London B would be that if he was on the best side of Atlanta. Yeah, right, this she left. definitely hands down. She would be right. She would be my choice too out of Atlanta. But the person from from Los Angeles that requires that I feel needs to be in the contest is there, which is D Smoke. I'm glad to see that they got at least somebody from each place. Who's from Chicago? He got sent home. Was that that was him? No, he was Detroit. Yeah, but he was from Detroit, but he auditioned in Chicago. Oh, he was from the Chicago crowd. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah, well, it's just, it's Atlanta and uh, L.A. Atlanta, L.A. You know, and you I'm, got, I'm curious you got to New find York out. or Providence, Rhode Island with Flawless. I'm curious to find out what next season, if they if they going to have somebody. And then the one person they had from St. Louis was a joke. Oh, my goodness. Not. Oh, my God. No. I'm sorry. We never talked about it. But there was one guy, and we going to wrap this up, I promise. There was one guy from St. Louis. And I don't know how he got into the into there. But he got in there. Now, granted, St. Louis, we have a really great way of entertaining. We may, It ain't nothing we know how to do. We can definitely entertain. So he was an entertainer. Like, he was there to pay, basically make people laugh. But, no. The dude came in with red teeth. Yeah. Like, it looked he like looked, like, looked like he had gum disease or something, man. Yeah, it, like- it was... Like man, my dentist, uh, Doctor Johnson's office is looking for him. Like, yeah, it's just when I sit here and say that, man, it's not good. When it's, I sit here and say that, if, if we only got one dude in the competition, and the dude that they put in St. Louis is like, oh my goodness, and I'm around so many. You know, I, I don't want to name too many names, but I know so many dope artists in St. Louis right. that that have a good story and they got good flow and and I'm like they must not have known what was going on in Chicago to shoot, take that I got, trip. I got cousins that I shoot I, I could put and them on there right now. we got people in Illinois man I mean and I got dudes that I've worked with people that are touring like that are you know touring the Gulf Coast and, and they're in Mexico taking trips and you know we've been in Philadelphia doing shows and for this dude yeah. <laughs> Not to be like, you know, because everybody, you know, he probably gets a hype show and stuff, but compared to what he was up against, and it just, I, it just seemed I just like, didn't understand, like, how they were sending so many people that I thought were decent home. And they sent him through. It just didn't. It just for him up. to get that one show and he doing yeah. more dancing than he is rapping. Yeah, he's like, one, oh, one, this is a turbo step. Oh, he. Oh, it's called a turbo step. Yeah, like, come on now. Yeah, yeah. He got a turbo step, but he ain't got no flow, and this is a rap competition. <laughs> like, but it was, it was crazy. But I hope my man do get success. You know, I hope people do Shoot, look he, the show. He got the energy for it. He so say he was hype. You wish know, wish him all the best yeah. on that. But it was kind of, it, it just, it was just a little bit of a letdown because you know, it's St. Louis really has a lot of talent. A lot of people, a lot of good artists, you know, some that people outside of St. Louis have never even heard of. So it's just, it, it sucks, you know, when you don't see enough of your of your people, you know. But yeah. that's it. That's all, all I right. got. So we're going to go ahead and um, wrap it up. Man, we do want to just thank everybody for listening, chiming in, leaving likes, and supporting the uh, last... Man, that last episode we did um, where we uh, basically reviewed Samurai Shampoo. And yeah. like I said, we're still going over what we're going to review next. So we'll be watching something and doing a reaction on some more anime soon. And um, we got like two more episodes of Rhythm and Flow. Yeah. First season. Yeah, we're going to, you know, do reactions as we get to on this. And. Uh, we just want to once again just thank everybody for listening. Thank God you bless guys. you guys. We got a busy weekend. Have a good night. And good night now. <laughs>